Welcome to Soul Sisters Speak Out podcast. I'm Anjali, I'm 33 years old, I'm based in London and I'm an entrepreneur. Hi, I'm Anisha Vasani, I'm 35 years old, based in London and I'm a creative director and an event planner. Hi, I'm Shami, I'm 27 years old, I'm based in London and I'm a marketing manager. The three of us lovely ladies came together during lockdown and we decided to create this podcast uh, as a way of being able to share our discussions and conversations with you openly and be able to connect with you. In the next few episodes, we'll be discussing a variety of topics with a core focus on mind, body and soul to educate, empower and uplift you all. So we hope you enjoy the content that we have coming up for you. Please do like, share, follow and subscribe and stay tuned for episode one. Welcome to the Soul Sisters Speak Out episode one of our podcast. Today we're going to be talking about societal pressures on getting married. Yes, we are going to be talking about societal (laughs) pressures on getting married. Let's start this off by just saying, is there actually a deadline to get married? Because I think this is quite a big question. Honestly, I know I was expected to get married in my 20s. Um, My parents sort of, it was that typical pressure that, okay, you know what? You've gone to school, you've gone to uni, you've graduated now, get a job. Next thing is get Mm -hmm. married. Um, I was that person who thought, who used to dream that, you know, I had a life plan. 25, get married. 28, Mm. first kid. 30, second kid. But life had other plans. plans. (laughs) Literally other plans. Um, To be honest, there was a point where I used to look back and think, oh my gosh, you know, I'm still not married. I'm still not married. And I put the pressure on myself. Yeah. But to be honest, you need, you know, there shouldn't be a deadline on marriage. You need to be happy with yourself. You need to be ready for it. You shouldn't be forced into it. Mm. Um, And I think when I look back now, I'm actually glad I didn't follow with my original plan because I don't think I'd be where I am today. Yeah. I'm I'm happy with where I am today. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a tough one, but I think, you know, it's your life, so you've got to take control of it. You know? Yeah, What absolutely. do you think, Annie? Yeah, same. I'm 35 years old. I had a plan just like you, and Yeah. I thought by the age of 25, once I've graduated, started my first job, I had a, a dream plan of then getting married at 25 and then having kids yeah, exactly. before 30. Yeah. Well, that went out the window because that didn't happen. And now, 10 years later... I've achieved everything with my career, so I'm really proud of it, you know, mm. to be able to have, you know, been the youngest editor to now, obviously, you know, you know, starting my business under Anisha Vasani Creates. It's been a challenge, but one that I have no regrets because I feel I've been able to put my career first mm. and now I'm, now I'm ready for marriage. Marriage is a huge commitment. Yeah. You have to be ready for it. Has there been a lot of pressure? Of course. We all know when we go to that wedding and oh, you're the single yeah, one yeah. and everyone asks, why married? Why are you not married yet? Are you getting married? I have a boy for you. Yes. Chocroche. Yeah. Which means, in English, that I have a boy for you. Shall I do an introduction? And I've had that my whole life. I've been in, in a series of broken relationships, yeah. but long-term relationships, yeah. where the goal has always wanted to be there to get married with the intention. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. For God, you know, for you know, for whatever reasons or in God's grace, it hasn't converted into a long-term 
uh, marriage commitment and that's okay I feel everything I'm very spiritual like you both are I do believe that everything happens for a reason and when my time is right it will happen it will happen for me I believe my destiny and my fate is written for me and when it is time for me to get married I will yeah Yeah. what do you think Joms because you're the younger one out of all of us and you've got time she's a baby isn't she no but I think like a lot of it stems from like how you've been brought up and how how it's been kind of instilled in you as you've been growing up like all three of us are Asian, Indian, to be specific. Yes. And I think growing up, I mean, I'm 27, but growing up, I've always been surrounded by that kind of ideology or culture where, okay, you know, between up till the ages of like 21, you focus on your career. I mean, your education, sorry. And yeah. then between the ages of like 21 and 25, you focus on your career and then you start to then incorporate getting married or wanting to get married within that age age group. Um, and growing up, what I've kind of been, not told, but what's been instilled is, you know, there's a right time for everything, but just like you put deadlines with work, you should also put deadlines with your personal life. And in hindsight, no, there isn't a deadline to get married because everyone's destiny or kismet, as we say, is very different and everyone's path is different. You know, some people meet the love of their life during the later stages of, of, of their life journey and some people meet them at uni. Yeah, so of course. I think, it's different for everyone. Yeah, but I think also when you're planning to have kids and I think just because the way our culture is set up, it's always like, okay, first marriage, then baby, and then family. So it's like, it's such a taboo because most Asian people, they get married first and then they have kids. Yeah. Mm. So it's almost like, okay, if you want to have kids, you need to get married quickly. Yeah. And because your body clock's clicking, you know? So that's, I think that's where the whole deadline thing stems from in my eyes, because, yeah, I I mean, mean, I find, sorry to interrupt you there, um, but I find that like, also, I know my parents especially would say that the older you get, the less likely you are to compromise for your partner yeah that's true so they you know like oh the older you get you're going to get more set in your ways and the less likely you're going to you know compromise with your partner and then you just won't you know you won't gel it'll be harder for you to find someone it will be harder for you to live with someone but I to be honest I find that you know some people yes I've seen that with some couples and some people as they get older they're they are set in their ways and they don't want to compromise but I feel at the same time, it helps you grow and makes you realize what you do want in a partner and what you don't want in a partner. It does. Exactly. But I think when it yeah. on what you just said, yeah. I think a lot of it is to do with youth. And mm. when you come out of your 20s, you're a whole different person in your 30s. Exactly. And what the stigma that's surrounded with this whole deadline thing is when you're in your 30s, you have to like you said, compromise. So you might then, you know, be willing or having to compromise with someone that's already been married previously Mm. or already been, or already had kids previously from a previous marriage or previous commitment. So in terms of the choice factor, it does, it does. It does limit you. It does limit you. Because the later you go on in life, the less less chances that you have. And and then if there are single people there, they come with, I know it's cliche, baggage. They've either been married or they've yeah. got children or not they've all. been divorced. No, not yeah. all, but a lot of it. They Personal have a past. Baggage. You know, yeah. Everyone, the, the more experienced you are in life, you've yes, been through course. things in life that has impacted you where you are today. You're Definitely. going to be meeting 
some single people that have mm. got commitment issues or fears yeah. of getting then married, yes. which, you know, I've experienced. Yes. Secondly, you might be, meet people that are divorced yeah. or have been married and now don't want to get married yeah. or have children and don't want to. I've got loads of male friends also that have gone through that experience yeah. and it's hard. But I think societal pressures also comes from the extended family and our communities. And yeah. us as South Asians, it's fine because your parents want you to be happy. Yeah. And I think what kind of impacts that more and puts pressure on is that your parents are always worrying about what society will say. Yeah. What will people say? What will that auntie and uncle say? And that for me is where I think the pressures come from more. You know that dreaded moment when you go to a wedding and you know that you're just going to get bombarded by so many questions because yeah. everyone's going to be like to your mum, why isn't why isn't she not married yet? Or and is she? Is she? Does she it's have not like we're not trying. When is she getting exactly. married? And, we are trying. I think, I think it's it's sad to some degree because it's a bit like emotional blackmail. But it's it's kind of like you know you don't you feel there's a sense of feeling like a disappointment. Yes, for but, your family, and there's a sense of feeling like a failure. I'm not saying I am, but I'm just saying. But they general, make you feel that way. They, 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 they do make, make you feel, feel that way. Yeah, yeah, they make you feel that way because they're looking at you with pity. Like yes. you're not doing something right, yes. and it shouldn't be. That conversation should never be taken in that way. But just because of the cult, and I think it's again to do with culture as well. I mean, I know it's not just our culture because I do know um, African culture is really similar in that way as well, where they, they're kind of seen similar. There's some similarities between yes. our cultures. Yes, yes. So I think it does really stem down to culture, and of course, again, how involved you've been within your family growing up and how these norms and values have been instilled in you as you've been growing up in society as in well society. in society yeah. as well i mean personally i feel i say this now and i i say this to my mum all the time whose business is it whether i'm married or not they don't care though and at the end happy. of the day no exactly it's my happiness it's your life. that should be it, they never ask oh yeah no one ever asks when they see you at are a you wedding. happy are you happy Angelique? Yeah. Are you happy where you are in life? What are you up to? What are you doing these days? You know, it's always about, do you have someone? When, is it, when are you getting married? You know, my sister, she's younger than me. She got married before me. Yeah. You know, she got married five years ago. And yeah. it was tough. Um, it, you know, I'd gone through a breakup two years before that. But it was still a little bit sore, you mm. know, when she got married. But at the same time, I was so happy for her, you know, and... I, I got I got to plan her wedding. It was in Thailand. Mm. Just Loved to pick every- up, sorry, just yeah. to pick up on that, just so listeners understand why it would have been hard. In Asian culture, it's always the eldest mm. gets married eldest first, yes, exactly, and then the youngest. So yeah. I just wanted to touch yeah. in case people didn't understand no. why it might have been hard. Correct. Again, another stereotypical that yeah, the eldest has to get first. And I, first. yeah, exactly. And I am the eldest. Um, there are three of us, and my middle sister she got married, and you know my youngest sister now she's twenty eight. And she got engaged in December. So you're the oldest. So I'm, yeah, who's I'm not married. I'm the eldest. Yeah. I'm not married. I'm not okay. engaged. So obviously, and do you feel you're frowned upon in terms of the extended family or your parents? Like, do you feel like there's uh, a lot more pressure? Yeah, definitely a lot of pressure. L- definitely a lot of pressure. Um, but that's the thing. I always turn around and say, well, my happiness is more important. You know, my some of my friends who got married in their twenties co- are constantly telling me, Unj don't settle just to get married you know exactly it's for the rest of your life so take your time with whoever it is you know if you've not found that person take your time and when you do when it feels right then take that next step don't rush into it and I'm always reminding my parents I'm like I don't care what this auntie or that uncle said it's none of their business at the end of the day 
they shouldn't be they shouldn't be getting involved in these conversations about me who am I to absolutely them? there's I a lot of judgment and it's not right? and it is there is a lot of judgment you know and it's 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 not just marriage it's also I think that pressure also comes from even you know when it came to education and what degree you there's got. always and comparisons though isn't always there comparing between your cousins and other siblings their children against your children mm. and it's just not right you know it should be about everyone's comfort and happiness and that's what yeah. it should be about did you know saying that i have had a lot of my cousins and friends yeah that yeah. got married at a very young age and 80% of them have come back divorced. There you go. And now I say 80%? to my parents, yeah. Really? I say to my parents that now. That's a high percentage. Yeah. That it's, Can I ask you something? A lot of though, them. A lot know, of them have been. And a lot of them got married two or three times. The, whoever's gotten divorced, because it will be interesting to understand, mm. was it a love marriage? Love and some of them arranged. Arranged yeah, as well. Yeah, mixture. So it didn't even matter no, whether it was love no, or arranged. It didn't matter whether it was introduction or love marriage. Um, a lot of them have been divorced and that scared me. When did they get married though? They got married a good 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, but around what age group? So 20, 25, something like that. Oh, yeah, around, around my age. Yeah, around your age. In Very their young. 20s. In their 20s. And then they realised that they'd grown apart. And that scared me. I thought, wow, one cousin, another cousin, another friend, they're all coming back divorced. So I say to my mum, I can absolutely get married to whoever you want me to, through an introduction or someone that, you know, an auntie or an uncle has recommended. I'm open to it and I've had introductions. But what are you going to do then when it doesn't work out and I come back divorced? You know, I know your parents don't want that. And because of that point, because we've seen so many uh, marriages not go the way that they were intended to, my parents have backed off because they're like, we don't want our daughter to come back unhappy and divorced. Ultimately, is your happiness. And they have actually relaxed. So I just feel there is a bit of a shift. There is a bit of a change now. Mm. And I just think slowly we're getting there where I think mm. people are, parents are understanding more and more and more. So, I mean, like, Charmy, for you, how have you coped with the pressures of getting married? And what would your views be on having children out of wedlock? See, I'm, I'm going to pick up on what you've just said as well before I get into that. I think what what you said was, I think there's a key gap between generations here and this affects this whole deadline thing. When our parents, were get, when our parents got married and growing mm. up, because of the cultural values and the generation gap between us and them, they were raised in a different way to the way we've been raised. Yeah. All three of us are strong, independent women and we've been told growing up that you do not stand for anything that comes in between you and your peace. And, you know, we've got our parents' support fully. Yes. And they, even though sometimes it's hard to have these discussions with them, they do support us and they do understand where we're coming from. I mean, none of us are unhappy in that way. When they were growing up, they had to compromise on a lot of things that we won't compromise on now, which affects when we get married. You know, like when they were younger, they were they didn't really have much of a voice. And I mean, from a female perspective, they didn't have much of a voice. They That's were kind true. of just told, this is your life and this is what you need to make of it. Yeah. If there's an issue in your marriage, you don't walk out. You listen you to make your husband work. and you, you make, make it, it work. work. Yeah. See, the difference is that was with a big us difference. now... We've all got a mouth on us, and we're too many options. We've got divorce is so much more accessible. We've got apps, you know, we've got Instagram, we've got Facebook, we've got date apps. You know, like the culture is also the way we've been brought up in a completely different generation. They used to make it work before, they used to make it work before. Not saying they don't now, but I think the way we approach marriage is. I don't know. I don't know if it's less sentimental to the way mm. they approach marriage. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's 
I don't know if it's that's the case, but mm. you asked me, what did you just ask me? Would, what were your views on having children outside wedlock? See, I personally would want to get married and then have kids just because I, I see it as a fairy tale thing and I don't want to link it to culture because it's like when you watch movies, when you watch like growing mm. up, you see that the princess fairy tale and you see, okay, first comes marriage, then comes baby in the carriage. I love that. <laughs> so, uh, so I think, oh, like, charming. I, I think like for me, I would want to get married and then have kids just because I think like for me, that's a sec- that's a security and for some for some people they they use religion as, mm. as as a driving factor for that reason but for me it's more of a security thing but then i don't know because some people have been in relationships for such a long time yeah and they're not married but essentially they act like they're married so yeah we've been there haven't i we, don't aren't? know yeah <laughs> i know mean, about that personally i used to think that like i said it was like a plan for me right so marriage and then kids um but i feel that my opinion my from my experience my perspective has changed a Mm. lot and um I'm sure my parents would be happy you know to hear it but I don't think that I don't feel like I have to get married to have children yes obviously it would be nice to have you know a loving supportive partner and if you've been in a long relationship, you know, it is like you said, Charmy, you're already, it's already as if you're married yeah. anyway. So why do you need to sign a piece of paper to then have children? Mm. Or have a that ring sh- on your finger. Exactly. It's it true. shouldn't, that shouldn't be the divining factor. For me, that's my opinion anyway. I mean, obviously, you, you, you look forward to that fairy tale and I really hope that happens for you, Charms. I um, hope so too. You know, you're we still we young. We all that fairy tale. You're still tale. young and you can still dream and, you know, I really do hope it happens, you know, for you. But um, I just, I don't know. I feel, I, I do feel like my opinion on that has changed because, mm. you know, Fair I did, enough. I used to feel like you. Um, but now it's more about, you know, if I have a loving, supportive partner, I don't need that ring, like you said, or that piece of paper to show that, you know, I'm, I'm married now now I can have children, Mm. you know, um, it's not going to change the way I bring that child up. Mm. It's, you know, so that's how I feel. What about you, Annie? (laughs) Oh my God. So I can relate to both of you. I used to dream of that fairy tale, you know, education, tick, marriage, tick, children, tick. It didn't work out that that way, unfortunately. And I haven't lost hope, not not in the slightest. I I still... No, you shouldn't. Have faith Yeah, have faith that I will get married one day when the time is right. Yes, of course. Do I want to get married now? Am I ready? Have I achieved everything I wanted to? Absolutely. And now I am ready. But if I could have that option where my parents would be comfortable with me having children with you know, outside wedlock without me getting married, you would. I would consider it now. I really would. Okay. Whereas before, I would have been like, you, Charmy, no. Whereas now, I think I could if I want to. Of course, I want to get married. I want my children to know that they've got a secure family foundation with a mum and dad that are married and committed to one another. And also, just for to keep my mum and dad happy as well. Mm. Because again, it goes back to our culture. It goes back to our religion. Would my mum and dad be really upset if I did that? Of course they would. Because they'll be like oh my God, everyone's going to think that we let our children have a baby outside without getting married. Yeah. And it's absolutely seen like a sin, even though it's not. And in this you know, modern day generation where we're living in the UK, so many people do it and they're happier. But yes, does it seal that commitment? Of course it does. And obviously with me working in the wedding industry, 
Of course I yeah, want that dream wedding, which makes it so hard. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean... We see people getting married all of the time. But like, you're, you're like, oh, when is that going to be me? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean... Always it's, the bridesmaid, never yeah. the bride. Yeah, exactly. More like, for me, it's always the planner rather than the, the bride, bride yeah. you know, for both of us. Um, but it's, I mean, I think, Ani, you're... I, I know you you know you're worried about your parents thinking oh my gosh if you were to have I think um I recently had this conversation with my mum a couple of weeks ago and it didn't really end very well um you know we were talking about whether I wanted kids or not and you know first she's like get married get married get married mm. um but like you said it's like they're gonna think well you know, I hi, how has she got had a child and yeah. she's not even married yet? And again, it's our parents thinking about what everybody what else, else is the think. entire yes. world is going to think rather Before than you. thinking, I have a grandchild, you know, or my daughter's happy. And, you know, that's what it should be about. Um, but I understand also they, they have pressure. It's not just us that have the pressure. Our parents' generation has that pressure also mm. from people around them their society their friends even their elders you know our grandparents that pressure is always there mm. and I think that's where it stems from you know it doesn't stop um tradition I think our parents no matter what even though we're living in England and they, they've brought it up brought us up to be strong independent women, women they yeah. still want to make sure that we still have the tradition and culture you know and we're embracing that. And embrace so that's yeah. where I'm going to pick up on that because yeah. I think we're talking a lot from our own personal perspectives, but neither of us are parents. No. And mm. I think, would you, I'm just wary, would we Be happy feel for our different children. if our daughter yeah. was in the same position as us? Would we want the same for them as your parents want for you now? Because I'm trying to think, if I had a daughter that came to me and I saw that she was in a beautiful relationship with someone... Even though maybe if I personally didn't get married, just because of the fact that I didn't have that big fat wedding, maybe I would want my daughter to have it, mm. you yeah. know? Or maybe if I, you know, opposite, if I had the wedding, I want my daughter to have the wedding too. Yeah, because you don't know what it feels like to be a bride on that day until you've been one. Mm. So I think sometimes it's easier said than done because we're always relating things to our own experience, but we always forget that again where our parents are coming from is from what they've seen yeah. and what they've been through yeah so when you talk about traditions and culture when we have kids to a certain degree we will want to instill what the same culture the same had, and that ethics. still involves getting married yeah of so, course it does so then it becomes a bit of a 50 50 situation where you're thinking okay well is it wrong what they're saying maybe the way they're approaching it might be wrong but mm. their intentions are pure yeah of course. You know? no of course and so they always want the best for us they yeah. always want the best for us did your parents have a love marriage my parents uh no yeah. as in uh they were they were introduced through family mm. but they went out and they they dated yeah and then but to be fair my mum and dad were both very young they were 20 21 when mm. they got married wow. and my mum had just finished her degree so i think again there was a lot of sacrifice that came with getting married because yeah. just a year later she had me wow so okay. she had to give up her whole career and yes. life to then look after me exactly and adjust to to being a wife and a mother mm. where a lot of all three of us actually have been given 
the opportunity and been given the platform to be able to prioritize our career yeah. yes um, Which, first yeah and, I've and no that regrets. makes a big difference absolutely I have no regrets I think that's the best thing that we've been able to do my parents had a love marriage as well and again my mum had to work really hard was it a love marriage when she got married yeah because my cousins um, my mum and dad met at my auntie and uncle's wedding that's so cute so and it was a love marriage and you know she tried to deny it for so long until my dad was about to go and get engaged to another woman and then she told her brother oh my, my mama that but actually did they they liked each other everyone knew and when they asked my mum she was like oh he's like my brother until my dad got engaged and it was they've got such a beautiful love story so they've always wanted the same for me um they've obviously tried to you know um you know kind of recommend introductions yes which I am all for because I've known so many people through dating sites I've met people through whether it's Dilmil or Shadi.com or Bumble and they're getting married from it all through some introductions and yeah, I've been on, on introduction dates, some awkward, some great, some didn't obviously materialize, but yeah, all open for it. But of course, they've always said to me, if there is someone that you love of your choice, mm. he doesn't have to be Gujarati. He yes. doesn't have to be the same cast. You can get married to whoever you want, obviously mm. within reason, mm. uh, that he respects our culture and your traditions mm. and everything. And he respects, you know, us as a family yeah. and vice versa. It's been quite open. So they've been quite relaxed. And I think... I know it's quite You're hard. Fortunate though, that's there's the not a lot of families. I know I like that. They want the same like religion. They well, want the same caste. Well, it's not even that. I find that even I mean, amongst like our Gujarati society mm. and stuff, I find it shocking how the caste system still exists. It's still relevant. We live. We don't live in India. We're mm. not in the village. It's a mentality, right now. though. Yes. It's a mentality. We, I've still, even, I get asked, what Gama are you from? Satya Gama means like, what village are you from? Back in India, yeah. from where my parent, my dad was born. What difference does that make? It was so funny. We, I went to a, um, a family friend's birthday. This was years ago. And one auntie asked my friend, so what Gama do you come from? She's greening you. No, no, yeah. no. Your bio data. <laughs> bio data, babe. He, he didn't even he didn't even <laughs> clock on to what she was asking, so he responded, Oh, I come from Surrey. You know? Because that's my town <laughs> in like, the UK. Just so they know what Gram means. Gram means village. village right? Gram means exactly. village in yeah. India in back India. then. Yes. But I was just shocked the fact that she even asked that. Why is that even important anymore in this, you know, this generation, our generation, mm. these days, it should not matter. No. It does not matter anymore. And again, it's a, it's a cultural thing. It's a cultural thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and everybody's doing their own thing, whether it, they're, you know, coming from a family business or setting up their mm. own business. That's what's more important. Not, you know, what village you come from, from back in India, yeah. like three generations yeah. ago. Yeah. Why should that matter? It shouldn't matter. And it's not really relevant. But to some people, it's so important. You know, I know a lot of my friends who have had mm. rejections because they're not from the same religion yeah. and the same culture. And the parents have not, yeah, the parents yeah. haven't approved. And it's quite sad. And it's actually broken some really long-term relationships. And it's really sad to still see that that, that goes on, you know, in this day and age. But that's why you and your partner need to be on the same understanding. Mm. Like, whether you are both from the same ethnic group or not, you both need to be able to... Um, you both need to be able to support each other if you know there's going to be issues yeah. with that. Mm. So, yeah. No, definitely. I don't know. I think, personally, we've been... I don't I don't know. I know, have you guys seen Indian matchmaking? Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> because... Yes. I am binge-watching that at the moment. Yeah, what did you... What are your thoughts on that? Because it's mad. The whole thing is mad. To me, anyway. 
I mean, personally, I mean, I, I just finished watching it the other day. Um, there are some truths. There are some truths to it. And then there are elements where I'm like, this is so wrong. Um, I think, you know, the way they've portrayed these arranged marriages as such. I mean, arranged marriages, we always, you know, called like our parents when they were set up and introduced, we called those arranged marriages. But they're... I don't like the word arranged. I don't like saying arranged marriages I, I at all. I think, you know, marriage. when two people are introduced, whether it's family members introducing them or whether it's friends, you know, it's like, like a dating I, app. Exactly. Mm, yeah. You know, or like, exactly like it's a like dating, a dating app. app. You know, it's the same concept, whether it's online or in person. You know, I've been introduced to certain, you know, some guys through my friends and family, um, but never think that, okay, if it goes through and we get married, I'm going to say, oh, yeah, I had an arranged marriage. No way. Um, but I think, to be honest, when I think about the characters, I could I could relate to Nadia, mm. the wedding planner. Yes. She was so sweet, you know? though. My Bless heart her felt for her when she got stood she up. She was such a vibrant soul. She, yes. you know, she was dedicated to her work, reminded me of me. Like, you don't have to... You're planning all these weddings for other mm. people, yeah. and you, you're, you, you're dreaming about your own wedding one day. Um, so I could really relate to her. And, you know, again, she'd been on a few dates... With this guy, she, you know, the first guy she met, I think he was useless. I mean, mm. the fact that he agreed to meet her and then had nothing to say. say. Oh, Why awkward. do you agree to meet someone when you've got nothing to say? And then the second guy yeah, seemed to be perfect. Fair, like, he probably didn't know that it was going to be... He probably didn't... You're not going to know if you have things in common until you're actually having a conversation mm. with them. How much can you really tell from a And he was like, she's drinking. No, but it's not about meat. that. I think <laughs> yeah. it was more a fact that she was asking all the questions yeah. and he was just giving one-word answers. Yeah. And he, he wasn't was giving anxious, anything guys. back. Some people are I mean, nervous. Anxious. Yeah, of course, yeah. nervous. And some people are not used to dating. They're true, not. also. Yeah. It is very he true. He look a bit socially awkward. Maybe he doesn't do it. Yeah. Guys, claim some to that. No, yeah. okay, okay. I'll come back to him. Charmy's being a one here. All right, we'll take it easy. But then the second guy, Vinay, you know, he got her so excited. They went on like mm. several dates. He was you know, a tosser. She'd gone, he yeah, was actually a tosser. She'd gone oh, out sorry. and even met his friends. And yeah. when it was time for him to meet her friends, he completely up. ghosted her. Yeah. And, and the excuse, um, I've just had an argument with my, my sister. sister. Oh no, the first time it was a dehydration thing. Oh, I mean, we don't know how days. true these are, but you don't treat someone like that. Mm. You wouldn't treat your own friend like that. So why would you treat another Yeah, but he like sent her flowers and everything after. I'm not the justifying first time, it. The, yes. the first time. The first time, but the second yeah, time, he did it again. Yeah, he and fucked up it's then. happened so many times. Yes. It's happened to me. It's happened to me. It's happened to so many of my other friends where we're like, you know, how's it going? And they're like, yeah, we've been on our seventh, eighth date. It's going mm. well. And then all of a sudden, they just go quiet. You mm. don't hear anything from them. Mm. You can call them, message them, no response. Why? Yeah. The yeah. least you could do is then say, you know what? I don't think I see this going anywhere mm. or I don't think, you know, we're compatible or whatever. And then, you know, say your goodbyes and move on. Mm. Don't just completely blank her. Yeah, it's too much. It's, I think it it's just wrong. Sad. Yeah. But out of all of them, I mean, she was the one I could relate to. Like, I was watching her mm. and I was like, yeah, you know what? She's similar lifestyle, you know, even in terms of personality where she goes out. She's such a bubbly, giggly person. And I was like, how is she? And that's the thing. Lots of, you go to weddings. My parents always ask me, Anj, you plan weddings all the time. Do you not you meet destination anyone? destination weddings. Mm. How have you not met anyone yet? And I'm like... You're working. Like, chill. Work. Yeah, I'm, I'm working. Work. I'm working. Not socializing. I'm working for a husband. I'm, I'm working, working. Mom. But at the same time, it's like, no one approaches you. And I'm like, well, to be honest, these days, guys don't know how to approach women. Yeah. Personally, that's how I feel, which is, mm. and I think the apps 
This is why online dating, online dating has ruined the old style dating. Yes. Yeah. Guys don't even know how to, you know, say hello Speak to a girl anymore, anymore. anymore face to face. They're mm. happy to message nonstop on their phones, but Some they don't know do. how to. Some do. Very, 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 very like rare. Yeah. It's a common yeah. issue though. I think, and like you There's said. There's a mixture. Yeah. Like you said, yeah. the guy that stood her up, yes, um, he didn't really give her a warning. He just ghosted her. But that's stemming from his own mm. insecurities. Mm. And a lot of the times, maybe he felt like he, he wasn't good enough for her. And maybe he felt like she was a really nice person. Yeah. And he just got... Maybe he got scared because he, he did the whole dating thing with her. Like they, they yeah. went on like six, seven dates, she said, right? Yeah. yeah. So he went, it's not like it he positive. didn't give her, yeah, he didn't, it's not like he completely. He just had cold feet maybe. Yeah, we don't know he, what his reasonings yeah. were behind it. And we do know a lot of guys are commitment folks. But what is your perspective and views on the program itself? In on the program. Because have you had a lot of friends and, you know, non-Asian friends call you up and say, Oh my god! Do you guys? Is that? Does this really happen? Do you guys all have bio data? Obviously, a bio data of CVs. I've, I've been, you know, told like as banter. Obviously, we take, <laughs> we take the mick out of each other. But in hindsight, like everything within that program, there's a lot of things that are um, creating awareness of what's actually happening mm. in India mm. and just within the culture. There's a lot of references that I don't agree with that Seema is that her name Seema auntie Seema I don't even want to call her auntie because I don't feel like she deserves <laughs> me calling her auntie um, I just feel like Charlie's not impressed yeah no I'm really not impressed and I think there's a lot of things that 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 hit home for me especially with her references to you know being fair and beautiful mm. and there's a lot of issues of colorism casteism yeah i think it's awful there's a lot but do you of think charmy that's what the parents criteria is or the individual's criteria not hers as such both no yeah, yeah both. she does come because across. even that guy what's his name Urudia, how do you pronounce his name I think he was really cute, by the way. I think he's really good looking. See, I think he's gay. Yeah, I do too. I, I think he's bisexual. He's gay. He's, a, he's addressed that on his social media. Has he? Yep, just say that. And by the way, for all of you that are curious, I know you all think I'm bisexual or gay. I'm not. Okay, you know, because I've been following them on social, because I like to get to know them personally afterwards. You know, when I'm binge watching and I'm getting attached to this program, it's a reality kind of program. I'm thinking, I want to get to know this guy because he's, very he's good really, looking. he's got a fantastic successful business as a, you know, jewellery owner. He's creative. He's quite good looking, but he can come across very, very camp. Yes. So, you know, when he did meet that model, I thought, oh, these two, you know, yeah. they, they're a great couple, you know, and it's about getting it right. And a lot of my friends are calling me saying, do you really, before you go on a date, go and get checked out? Like, does somebody go, your mum or an auntie, go it's to an astrologer? And I'm like, no, yes, of course. Um, part of our cultures, you know, our the parents will go to priests and astrologers to see if our destiny or our, our, our like, whether you know, we're a match astrology or not. is a yeah. good match. Yes. Compatibility yeah. is always key. But not everybody goes by that. We go by auspicious dates of weddings where you want to check, is this a good date to get married? Will you have a good fit? And yes, you know, some people believe in it, some people don't. But yes, there are Indian matchmakers here in the UK and also in India. And it's also about finding someone that is compatible. It's exactly like dating, but she does it in person, gets to know it. And I think the parents love it because she's a little bit more older in terms of generation. They trust her. But yeah, is she the right person to do it? I'm not sure. She's very patronizing. I don't think she's actually uh, uh, open-minded enough to be doing what she's doing. Mm. Especially when you're crossing oceans to mm. us going to america to try and match make there um <laughs> personally i mean even this whole the biodata thing i find it shocking it still happens 
have you guys ever had to do i have yeah i had to put a bio data together yeah but guys it's the same thing as an app like to be honest with you when you go on an app your cv some of the details some of the details on there even like your time of birth Mm. there are certain astrology things and horoscopes and things that you actually but that's what i'm saying the cultural side of the bio. yeah Mm. it's like a it's like a cv it's like a profile but the biodata as such, they even want to know about your parents, your grandparents, what they do, the businesses. Wow. There's a lot more detail that goes into a biodata mm. than just putting a profile on an app. Yeah, because a profile on the app focuses on you. The biodata yes. focuses on the family. On the family as well. Yeah. Well, like she and said, it's about marriage of two families. Which is idiot. It was the mum who talked She's about that. No, but which it is of to Shay's a certain mom. extent. Because our culture is about two families coming together. I agree. Obviously, but at the end of the day, the couple have to get on. Yeah, there needs to be compatibility between you two first. compatible. And of course, the two families do need to get And, and my, you know, my, my cousin's sister who's got married, she's like a sister to me, has said... Ani, you marry the family. You don't just yes. marry the husband, you marry the family. And as as time has evolved, I do agree with that. You do marry the family because you adopt their family, he adopts your family, and it's about the two families being together. But the kind of requirements of this program, which were really entertaining to watch, does she cook? It's really important that she can cook and, you know, she can look after my son who doesn't know how to do anything, who doesn't even know how to do his own bed, who was Akshay. Akshay, was oh absolutely my hilarious. gosh. Like, Akshay. It's cringeworthy. He, he really Cringe. annoyed me. I, doesn't he even actually, talk without his mum's really approval. Me. His character, no offence, but I... Well, I didn't like him at all. His mum is to blame, though. His mum is to blame, and I think, again, this is all like, the parents have so much involvement mm. within this process, they make it more as if, like, it's a chore. This is not a chore. This is this is something that should be enjoyed. Mm. Dating is something that should be enjoyed. It's, it's, the whole program emphasises on, it, emphasises on it being so serious. But that's the thing. It's because in the, what she's doing is, right, your, son, your brother got married. It's a tick list, right? Mm. You've, got, you've gone and done your education abroad. You've come back now. You're now working within the family business. Now it's time for you to get married. That's the next thing you need to tick. Yeah, but because her... your brother can't have a child until you get married. Yeah, but... And he's putting unnecessary pressure on her, just because on him mm. because of that. Her approach between the, the, the male cast and the female cast were very different. Very. Mm. It, every time it was she was talking to a female, it was her conversations always surrounded by her saying, Yeah, but you don't have this or you need to compromise. You need to com- com- compromise that word to Arpana right? that she said so yeah. many times. Okay, but Arpana, she needs yeah, to check she herself. Yeah, she was another yeah, she on another level. Yeah. That's because of her mum again. But Do I, I need mean, to live with my husband every day? Yeah, like babe, Do kids yourself. need to come to the wedding? Humble yourself, darling. <laughs> but I think I think, like, again, it's like, why do we always need to compromise? Why? Yeah. Okay, yes. Cooking is a basic skill. Yeah. I understand. I'm still learning. learning. We're all learning. We're I'm still learning. learning. I can't okay, make Rodney to save my you life. You run a restaurant, you can cook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Anisha, you know how to cook well. I I'm, love I'm, hosting I'm learning. you guys. Uh, yeah, I'm learning. I'm still learning. And mm. I think, obviously, cooking is a basic skill. But other things, like, do you read? It's about your personal preference. Mm. Some things that you want to compromise yeah, yeah. on, I might not want mm. to compromise on. Maybe I just feel like it might be a deal breaker for me. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. Like I said, it's not a chore. It should, this it's whole dating experience should be enjoyed. If you do end up finding someone that ends up being your life partner, then good for you. Right, yeah. yeah. I know so many of my friends that are really fussy, like one of my cousins, and only wants a tall guy. 
And I'm like, but you're not very tall yourself. You're yeah. very short. I'm not going to lie. You know, I was one of the people. Yeah. I was also and there's one lots of the people. I know. I, was one of I, was the lo- people. I laugh at you guys. I- and and, and <laughs> girls, they're not, very, they're not the tallest girls in the world either. No. Neither of us are. Yeah, I'm fine. But there's a I'm lot of requirements. Foot, so I'm really chat. I'm fine. <laughs> but you enjoy yeah. the dating process, yeah. right? It's, it's important. Whether it's coming through an introduction, don't put pressure on yourself, guys. Um, both to men and women. If there is something, someone that you see uh, is compatible, sometimes... They're right under your noses and you don't even know. That's happened yeah, to me. That's so true. Right? Um, people that I saw as friends that you now look at and think, oh, do you know what? They tick actually a lot of the boxes and they've been standing right under my nose for a long time. And you never thought And did. you never thought yeah, of it. Exactly. And, you know, amazing things can happen. So just be open, be positive, you know, just welcome opportunities. And you know what? I know as cliche as it sounds, you'll meet someone when you least expect it. It really does. It happened for me and I feel like it can happen for everyone. No, definitely. Doesn't matter how, you will. I think the thing is, is that, you know, in life, I say that marriage is the biggest risk you'll take in life. Mm. Not a business deal, you know, not a, um, you know, whether you're going to take a risk and climb a mountain or whatever. Um, Marriage is the biggest risk you'll take, whether it's a love marriage or whether it's an introduction. So don't rush into it because, you know, you want it to last. You want to be happy. You need to find the right person to live your life with. And um, yeah, just don't rush and don't don't succumb to the pressures of everyone else around you because it's about you and your partner. Mm-hmm. I'm going to touch up on that as well because I think, obviously, I'm 27, so you get hit with these kind of conversations around my age anyway, if not a little bit earlier, maybe like 25. I think the key thing here is to be able to have a conversation with your parents if you are feeling like, you know, you're feeling pressured from your family or you're going through it in your home and you don't really know how to deal with it. I think this is more of a conversation you need to stay with wherever you feel like the pressure is coming from. Your family is getting this pressure from the grandparents. The grandparents are getting this pressure from the society. You know, this pressure is always coming from somewhere. So yeah. you need to deal with that pressure within your own household. If you feel like you're not um, you're not being heard, then you need to have that conversation with your mom or your dad or whoever is making you feel that way. And you need to help them understand and just remember that, look, parents are also learning. You know, we're, we're kids. Parents are also learning. And until you don't voice what your concerns are or why you feel the way you feel, if you don't talk about it, they're not going to know. You just saying, no, I don't want to do this and going into your room and, you know, making a hoo-ha about it is not helping them in any way because in their eyes, they're not understanding where you're coming from. So you need to be able to sit with them and you need to be able to have a conversation and say, this is how I feel and this is what I'm not willing to compromise on and I will do this at my own time. Do not worry, I am happy. However long it takes, however many months or years it takes, you need to stand and own your decision and when you do... They will adapt to how you feel. Yeah, no, absolutely. Totally. Your parents only want the right by you in every way, but you've also got to make sure you're doing the right by yourself. As Angel, it's the biggest risk. It's the biggest lifetime decision you will make for your life. So make sure you are comfortable with it when you are ready and when you feel comfortable. Remember, this is your 
life and your happiness is most yeah. important it has to be number one enjoy the comfort of your own company first love yourself Agreed. before you can take that next step to find your lifetime partner and your soulmate for the rest of your life remember you are going to be waking up um, every day to this person and spending your entire life with them you're going to grow old with them no you're going to have children with them <laughs> no pressure so it's a big big decision to make and you know if he likes it, he's got to put a ring on it. So, guys, that brings us to the end of our session. I hope you really enjoyed that and found that really valuable and entertaining. And I hope you guys can relate to that. We want you to like, comment. Like, please do comment. We want to hear from you. Follow, share, and subscribe to our Soul Sisters pages on social media and also on our podcast. Hope you guys have enjoyed that. And we will be back um, in the next week or so with our next episode. So see you then. Make sure you tune in. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.